Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Riverdale Register. My name is Caitlin. And my name is John. And that is Stella chewing her food at an opportune moment. Business as usual here on the Riverdale Register. <laughs> yes, very much so. God, we're just so professional. We are. We really, really, really are. I've been having this new job, and, and like I'm working on computers so much, I just listen to podcasts during the day. I've noticed this. I have a new one A lot of people are you. much more professional during the day than we are. Apparently. <laughs> Apparently. I mostly work from home. Not exclusively. But a lot of it is just me on the computer writing about celebs. Oh my god. It's real fun. I, I saw Margot Robbie on Wednesday. She's so beautiful. She is tiny. She is sure. much shorter than you think. Oh, I'm sorry. And imagine it's like in your mind, she's actually just like literally like three feet tall. Oh, I saw she's some other people. She's the size of an American girl I doll. saw, um, shoot, what is her name? The girl from Little Miss Sunshine. Abigail uh, Breslin. I saw Abigail Breslin on Tuesday. She looks exactly which like my sister. It's like weird. Is the second time I've seen Abigail Breslin. She's a, she she's wouldn't Joe. remember me, but the first time we got a picture taken together in you London. You sure she wouldn't ma- remember well, you? Well, she sat like three feet away from me. And I'm sure she would remember nothing. you. Nothing. Uh, and Toby Kebble. Do you know who he is? I don't think so, but if you told me something he was in, I might. He was in Fantastic Four, the one with uh, Michael B. Jordan. Uh, mm. he was in, he does mocap stuff, so he was in the, uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, he played oh. the, the bad ape, Koga. Oh. Koda. And he's in Kong, Skull Island, he plays, uh, Chapman. The, uh... The Kong? <laughs> no, he's not King Kong, no, okay. he's a soldier. Uh... A human soldier. He's also in Black Mirror, in an episode Which where... Episode? The one where they can, uh, recall every event from their lives, is like, all recorded, and oh, they can rewatch it all. One. Oh, the sad episode of Black Mirror? There's a lot. You're right. It's the one that's sad. You're right. I mean, it is like one of the sadder ones. And I haven't seen San Juniper or whatever it is. That's the happy one. Is it really? Yeah. Okay. The interesting thing about that latest season of Black Mirror is that some of them actually end on a pretty hopeful note. I don't like the... I like the B one. Although... That one, not hopeful. Have you seen the Waldo moment? No. That's the one where this cartoon character basically makes a splash in British politics. Next thing right, you know, he's right, an elected to right. prime minister and he's controlling the world. And Yeah. Well, yeah, that was fun when it was TV. Oddly prescient. Anyway, before we get into the cartoon of it all, I don't even know what that means. I just said that as a transition sentence. It didn't work. You, normally, the secret to segues is not calling attention to segues. Anyway. Oh, so really good segues. I thought that was a good segue. <sighs> Who wrote this episode, John? Sorry, this episode is called the, the Chapter Lost 10. Weekend. The Lost Weekend. It's got two writers, a writing team. So we got Britta London. What an amazing name. L-U-N-D-I-N. Amazing name. Whose previous writing credits include... The Spice Girls movie? No, um, bunch of shorts, honestly. Boost, Darling Memories, yeah, Kowalski, Lost Pines, Cagers, uh, and Ananda. This is her first TV credit. Fuck yeah. Wow, this show has had a knack for picking pretty unknown people. I think that's an awesome thing, because they must be young-ish anyway for TV writers, so... I, I like that. I like when they have like younger um, writing staffs for teen shows until I become an old person 
and then I'll and be mad about like, it. And you're still like, why can't I get a job on a teen show? Right, exactly. The other writer is Brian E. Patterson, whose writing credits is only this. Uh, Damn, Brian E. But Patterson. he's a producer Maybe. on My Haunted House, Highway to Sell, My Crazy Ex. I feel like these are reality shows. And The Dead Files. I think they're all reality TV. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. He jumped from reality to we drama, which is hard to do. This. It's hard. Yeah. My Crazy Ex, I think I remember hearing I about I that remember... and being like, this is too confusing. There's a show out there called Crazy Ex Girlfriend. That's better than anything you're ever going to be. So well, give up now. Well, there's a show called American Crime and a show called American Crime But they did that story. on purpose. They knew American Crime Story was coming, so they threw out American Crime first. You so think? That you, oh, for sure. I've been getting really annoyed with all the shows just being like, American, proper noun, or noun, or whatever. American Housewife. There's a new one coming out called American Woman. I was like, fuck this show. Wait. This title <laughs> is the laziest title I've ever heard. What is it about, though? That does, I mean, like, that title doesn't mean anything. I think it's about one of the, like, Desperate Housewives. Okay, you're talking about one of the real housewives. With, is this the show? Yeah, yeah, one of the real housewives. Alicia Silverstone? Potentially. Yeah, this actually looks cool, but I agree they could have been more creative the with the name. awful. You know that movie, that show, American Housewife? He's uh, doing well? No, 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 I mean, it was called, uh, first, like, the second the, fattest yeah. housewife in something county. Mm-hmm. Not like that is an excellent title. Yeah. And I'm very upset that they changed it. <laughs> Yeah, I remember I had a friend like working on that, and that was the original title. I think there was and a I show. Like it. I like that title, Odyssey, which is based off the Odyssey. They changed and it's called to American, American Odyssey. Odyssey. <laughs> it's like, why did it need to be American? Because the, that must be like a trending thing. It must be. working. It must be. It's definitely working. Yeah. Stella, don't look at the grapes. Don't even think about that. This episode was directed by Don Wilkinson. That's uh, my dad. Don's a woman. That's my mom. I don't know. Don has also directed... 21 directing credits. She's directed for Rain for an episode. For a second in my brain, that was spelled R-A-I-N. I was like, what is that and show? Nashville. I, I know the show. Rain. Uh, she's directed for Switch to Birth. Oh, yeah. Switch to Birth. Odd Squad. Single Ladies. Funny Son. Degrassi, The Next Generation. <gasps> Which episode? She's on four episodes. Oh, my God. Do you think the new ones or the older ones? 2014. <gasps> oh, my God. So She's the mayor wilderness girl. Say yes. Instant dread. She's been around. Uh, good for her. Okay. Also, anybody on this podcast who watches Degrassi, can you tweet, tweet at me about it, please? She needs you desperately. I love it. This episode was the most Riverdale episode of Riverdale. It was also, Archie, you're such a moron. I didn't think that Archie could be more Is this the silly. dumbest you think Archie's ever been? Yeah, he's just... Here's the thing. I just figured this out when I was watching this episode. I have no problem with Archie. He was probably smarter than most of my guy friends were in high school. <laughs> but then I realized, the reason that I don't... Wow. I was in the middle of a rant, and my dog just interrupted me. The reason that I don't like Archie is because he is a teenage boy who acts like a teenage boy does. I don't understand the complaint. It's a teen drama. I know. They might be writing the most accurate teenage boy you've ever seen in a teen drama, and that's what's pissing you off. I know. It's just making me not... He's like, uh, yeah. And also, he is actually very close to that age. I thought all the drama in here tracked very well. Oh, it was great. this episode. 
Except um, I've been trying to squeeze my hands like Betty does to get the marks on her hands like yeah. that, which makes you sound like a fucking psycho. But I've just been trying to do it to see if it's possible, and I've decided it is not possible. <laughs> Unless you have really sharp, strong you nails. You from your nails. You need to, yeah, maybe I just have weak nails from painting my nails all the time. So Who's to say? Who's to say? Well. Jonathan, it seems like you took notes this episode. <laughs> Would you like to hear how it begins? Yes. Yeah, Jughead is writing. I knew it. It was with Jughead. <laughs> okay. I can do this too, John. All day. He's Here in the. Uh, he's in Pops. And he's talking about how during the day, it's, it's like from the hours of 8 a.m. to 3.30 p.m., our lives are rigidly ordered. But then he starts talking about chaos versus order, cut to school. Someone in class. You see a teacher. Huh? There's a, a teacher. teacher. Well, there's, uh, there's always one teacher. But then he's like, there's no such thing as control, and then it cuts to shots of this wild party. Yeah, it looks like Shots fun. of a party more wild than the actual party ever turns out to be. I know. I didn't really understand that either. It seems really fun, though, this party. Yeah. This, like, cool dream party that yeah. they're in. That's how I want my life to be. But, like, only, like, 30% of the but time. But, like, the actual party is most people don't want to be there, so... <laughs> right, right, exactly. And it's, it's like, like force on everyone. Uh, yeah, there's, a, like, a shot of, like, shirtless Archie having a great time. We never quite get that moment That's in the actual party. That's why I want to be at the party. I want to be there for that reason. some shirtless Archie. Yeah, and then I realize he's, like, actually a child, and I have to stop saying things <laughs> like that. Uh, the reason there's going to be a party is because it's Jughead's birthday. Yay! Fred comes into the Archie Jughead collective bedroom, where Jughead is apparently always playing video games. Yeah, it's a little weird. Like, he has other hobbies. Don't any of them have homework in this in this world? I don't know. I mean, school? it's like a sleepover every day with these two. Yeah. It's like a sleepover every day. So, Fred's like, hey, sorry not going to be here for your birthday. And Jughead's like, please. I'd like to not be here for my birthday. But I live here. Yeah. I'm in me always. I'm, I am me. That's the problem. Um, I, okay. I don't know if I should discuss this now or later, but uh, Jughead's hatred for his own birthday, like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Like, like, Jesus Christ. Like, like, I had no sympathy for this. And then when he explained when he didn't like his birthday, uh-huh. I was even... Less sympathetic. That didn't track for you at all? He was like... He thinks it's fake. Yeah, but it's like... That shouldn't be a reason to hate... Maybe I'm just... I'm very different than Jughead, obviously. In case we didn't notice. I don't know. My personal relationship with my birthday is that it's generally a pretty solid day. Yeah, Uh, and it's coming up. I mean... Yes, yes. My birthday is this weekend. Uh... Yes, it is. It's it's fun that we're recording this this time. Um, yeah, because it's when, especially now at this age, it's when all my disparate friends from around the globe show up on Facebook and be like, hey, buddy. You exist. Happy birthday. Uh, Facebook reminded us. I usually um, unfriend people on their birthdays. That's me, me too. Yeah. Facebook reminds me of your friends with this guy. I'm like, ooh. Why? Don't be him. Why am I doing that? <laughs> I think my first birthday in LA was actually a very lonely affair. I didn't have a lot of friends out here at that point, but last year I had a big party, and this year I got good, cool stuff going on. So cool like, stuff going on. it has come together in a very good way. Stella, 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 Stella. Mm. She's ignoring me. I know. But the plot at hand: Fred is leaving Riverdale. 
to finalize the divorce papers with Archie's mom. Which is when we were reminded that Archie has a mom. Archie has a mother. I don't think we know her first name, though. Molly Ringwald is her first name. That's right, Molly Ringwald. That's it. It's a long first name. It is. But it is hers. Archie doesn't want them to divorce. Cool. Makes sense. He wants them to fix things. But, like, like, not really. Like, Like, if you're not going for Mrs. Lodge, then why don't you and Mom, like, get back together? And then Luke Perry just wrinkles his forehead and is like, no, I'm going to go now. (laughs) Mom apparently left Riverdale, like, two years ago. Yeah, wow. So she killed Jason Blossom, right? (laughs) This is the only thing that makes sense. Oh, my God. If Molly Ringwald killed Jason Blossom. Yeah, she looks like a killer. Uh, Speaking of birthdays, what's so an episode for her to show up at? I don't really understand the context of it. Molly leaving. Uh, but well, they were not I'm happy. sure we'll find out next episode. How could you ever not be happy with, like... like You're Mark? married to Luke Perry and your yeah. son is KJ Appa? Yeah, it seems like good times. Girl's got good genes, clearly. Yeah, she does. She was also Shailene Woodley's mom on The Secret Life of the American Teenager. Yeah, I remember that. That's that was for somebody, like... I remember I'd seen 16 Candles and I saw them. I was like, oh, that's what she looks like now. Yeah, she looks good. Yeah, she's doing well. Yeah. Right, fella. Molly Ringwald. And then Archie's like, but dad, I'll come with you. He's like, that's not really your place. Yeah. <laughs> this no, is our I... drama. I agree with him. Yeah. Archie, this really would... isn't your drama. <laughs> I mean, why would your son, like, he You're, doesn't. You weren't even son. there for the start of this relationship. <laughs> yeah, and also he doesn't want them really to get divorced. Like, it's just going to be awkward because mm-hmm. that's what they want. Meanwhile, Veronica comes into, uh, I guess, the living room of her apartment with her mom. (laughs) Fun fact, her new outfit contains a necklace with a single pearl on it. See, it's different, but also still the same. Yeah. And uh, their lawyer, who I'm calling Lawyer Man, is there. (laughs) Seems like the name we got, yeah. Seems like you're remembering that She's like, yeah, I'm not going to make a statement on the case. Which is fair, I, I mean, it's really tracks with everything she's been feeling in the last couple episodes. Yeah. Like, wow, hey, is my dad a bad person? Yes, yes, everyone knows your dad's a terrible person. I don't really understand why she didn't know her dad was a terrible person before. She was things. very in the dark. Yeah, like, how could you be in the dark? Like, there are newspapers at the end. <laughs> like, what she didn't she... know Ethel yet. Yeah, like, Ethel was able to convince her, like, immediately through, mm-hmm. like, second-hand information. Yeah. A lot more Ethel in this series than I was expecting. I really thought she was a one-off. That, <laughs> Just to be like, hey, we got Barb in this show. Ha, huh, look at us. Look at us. Uh, <laughs> it's working, though. She looks nothing like Barb. It's, like, kind of insane. It's all dressing in modern clothes, man. Mm-hmm. Though it's really barely modern clothes on this show. <laughs> Let's be real. At school, Betty tells Veronica the Blossoms put her dad in jail. It's like a really short scene, like, hey, Veronica, something you should know. The Blossoms probably put your dad in jail. And Veronica's like, why would they do that? And they immediately cut away. I just think that's funny. <laughs> like, I feel like that was a longer scene. They're yeah. like, nope, moving on. This seems like exactly the information we need to get across. Yeah, we did everything we needed to do here. Uh, then it's Archie and Betty in the hallway. And Archie's like, hey, something you probably don't know. It's Jughead's birthday. She's like, why wouldn't I know this? Also, like, how long, is, about it. how long has Betty been friends with Archie and Jughead? Well, they called them those the three musketeers, so but, I'm guessing forever? But then they said, no, there were four musketeers. Who was That's, the fourth musketeer? Do you ever read the, read the book or see the movies? No. The idea is that uh, this new guy 
tracks down the original musketeers, uh, the, or the remaining three musketeers, and they all team up to stop, like, the evil king or prince or whatever, so there's four of them. Then why are they called the Four Musketeers? Because it's it's that fourth guy's origin story. He becomes a musketeer at the end. Oh, okay. That's a weird thing for them. I thought he was There's saying... a movie with Kiefer Sutherland, uh, which is pretty good, and I know they made another one recently with Orlando Bloom as the bad guy. Yeah. Uh, didn't good. see that one, though. But yeah. That's good he's doing things. That's the basic story of the Three Musketeers. So that's why he Archie was like, remember, there were four of us. No, no, no. He said there were three Musketeers, uh, and she's like, actually, there were four, and then she calls FP. That is... Oh, I get it. I was very confused. I was like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's like, hey, um, Jughead goes to this double feature every year. That's his only thing he likes to do on his birthday. It seems like you should respect that. Am <laughs> and, I crazy? And, like, and he's like, you should probably go with her because, or go with him because you're his girlfriend. And she's like, but you should all come. And he's like, we could be like the three musketeers together again. <gasps> there were four musketeers, and yeah, she calls FP, and that's when her he starts getting her head. And be like, more people, more, yeah, more. Everyone who loves Jughead. I don't really understand why Betty didn't just take him to the movie and then like out to dinner at Pops. Like, I think what he it's a little bit like. Because he didn't tell her about his birthday, he didn't get the chance to explain to her his feelings on his Fair. birthday. So you she see hears, what's happening. Yeah, I see what's happening. Stella is eating my arm. It's not good. You're going on the ground. Goodbye, Stella. I love you. Bye. Okay. Anyway, so what were you saying about Riverdale? <laughs> I think uh, the reason Betty gets into her head that she needs to improve Jughead's birthday is because he's not the one who tells her about it. She learns about it from Archie. Yeah. So like she she only, she gets in like then I can surprise him and I can give him a birthday he's never had uh, and all this. So stuff. you're on team Betty here. I understand Betty. Yeah, I guess. And I also understand Jughead. I like. Do really, you know? I understand everyone's motivations. No one, not a single person's motivations in this episode came out of left field for me. I was like, yep, 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 yep. This all makes sense. It was a very good episode for me. Kevin hates everyone, though. That was the only thing I hate. Mm, he's just episode. having a great time. <laughs> yeah, I, I have theories about that. Yeah, Kevin's motivation for shutting down Ethel's, like going to the bathroom before the surprise, that felt shady to me. I don't know what you're talking about. We'll talk about it later then. Okay. <laughs> um, so Betty calls FP. It's like you should come to the movies with us. Grab dinner afterwards, and he's like, yeah. Uh, Jughead hates his birthday. And me, kind of. So. He's like, we're not cool either. <laughs> uh, he's never had a party, and she's like, he's never had a party! Yeah, and Let's the, fix that, too. So they have a party. Well, oh yeah, in the cafeteria, I which, see. by the way, new location. Cafeteria. Oh, yeah. We they have were, never been there before. They were sitting outside. They've eaten outside every time in the past, but now it's winter. Yeah, so they can't get away with that, I guess. Mm-mm. Oh my god, Jughead has never had a party before. <laughs> I need to throw him a party. <laughs> okay. I was talking to uh, Stephen, uh, my friend Stephen, the Does other day. Like Big my... fan of the show. Loves your impressions. Wait, really? Yeah. Oh my he's god, been, Stephen, I love you. He's been uh, catching up on episodes recently, and he's like, Great. yeah. Everything Caitlin says ends up being right, just for the record. <laughs> yes. Like, you can call her out yes. all you want, John, but she knows this genre like the back of her hand. Thank you. <laughs> you know the genre like the back of my hand. Oh my god, Caitlin knows this genre like the back of her hand, Polly. We have to go see Polly is like your, your word that gets you into it, right? <laughs> Polly. It is. It's so Polly. How do I, how would you spell Polly? 
if it was um if it was like the way I pronounce it. P U W O L L Y. Pauly. 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 Okay, that was not Pauly. good. I'm gonna eat this right now. Uh, <laughs> so, in the cafeteria, Petty decides that they're going to throw a surprise party for Jughead. Something low-key. Only close personal friends. And then, the moment I've been waiting for happens. You'll notice that most of the times I refer to him in the I notes, I do it in all caps. Chuck Clayton returns. Oh, yeah. He's hot. Oh, my God. It's glorious. Everyone is like... Oh, like a soft, cold breeze moves through the room, <laughs> and Kevin's like, he got hotter. Oh, my God. He did get hotter. And he goes and sits next to Ethel. Yeah, And Betty's scared. like, I got this. <laughs> like, Betty goes, no one asked you to get this. Okay. okay I thought going to, like, there. take a baseball bat or something. And just <laughs> she go went on, she immediately down. was, like, in battle mode. It was kind of crazy. Because Betty is a dark soul, John. Like, what do you... <laughs> What are you doing over here, Chuck? Well, I go to school here, Betty. Uh, yeah. He uh, he calls her Dark Betty. I love that. Which, was- in my head, is a Dark Willow reference. It's a Buffy reference. Yeah. That being said, Chuck doesn't seem like the kind of guy who's seen Buffy. Uh, <laughs> they don't reference Buffy. I feel like he thought of Dark Betty all on his own. I think like, what a creative like, guy. Like, so nerd be like, like Dark Willow? He's like, shut up, nerd. I don't know what that is. Not a nerd like you. I don't nerd. know the word. Uh, she tightens her fists so much. It doesn't make sense. How does that it she work? breaks the skin? Her well, ask someone. Too strong nails. Whose sibling has dug her nails into my skin so much that wow. it uh, almost broke skin. We had some rough years. Explaining uh, a lot about your relationship with Beth, but okay. Yeah, she won. Like she happened to do it to yourself. It's hard. I tried. It would be <laughs> what? I, mean, I didn't try. Like, like I tried. Like, how hard did you try? Well, I don't have that strong of nails, but like I tried. I don't know if Betty has like that long fingernails either, like, though. Yeah, but it's hard to do. You have to be like, it's hard. It's just really hard, John. I feel like someone else would pick up on that, though. Like, you can't like hide that stuff. Like, you physically, it's very hard to break skin by just pushing your nails into your I'm positive skin. people Look. have done it, though. You have to have longer nails. Yeah, and stronger and nails. That, That's the difference. Yeah. Strong nails. What, by painting your nails, they don't, don't, does that make them stronger, though? Well, Putting some makes, extra weight in them? It makes them stronger in the sense that it makes them stronger when the nails are painted. However, like, if you take off, if you wear gel nail polish or if you take your nail polish on and off... It makes this makes the nails um, like weaker. Huh. So, but yes, you're right. Nail polish makes nails stronger, albeit temporarily. Huh. How you know? So. I know, John. <laughs> okay. Veronica is like, Psh, whatever, man. Let's get back on track with this party. And trade, trade, trade. Archie's like, you know what? Like he's looking at Val, and he's thinking about his parents, <laughs> and he's just like. Ugh. You know what I could use a party. So he's like, "Yeah, let's do it. Let's have a party." So See, I get I get Archie. Like, I'm, yeah, because he's a teenage boy who's dumb. Yeah. Oh, he's so dumb. Like, he's oh, the best friend there's a moment later in this episode. Where I'm just like, that is the most dumb thing you could have said right now, Archie. Is it the keg in the kitchen? The no, backyard? no. I actually love that line and it's delivery of that. It's later. Yeah, I'll think. About we'll get it. there. I'll yeah. tell you. Um. So, Act Two begins with uh, Betty 
visiting FP at work. She really doesn't quit. She really doesn't no. give up on the whole thing. Uh, she again invites him to the birthday party. Why would you do this? Because she loves Jughead. No, you have but to say she, it. She loves Jughead. I love you. No, hold on. Wait, hold on. <laughs> say Polly in your head. Polly. Oh my god, I love you, Jughead. See? I just want your birthday to be good. <laughs> I just want you to have a nice birthday because I'm your girlfriend. <laughs> See? <laughs> See? Okay. You, you no. just explained it perfectly. She thinks that getting her. FP to show up will be a special thing because Jughead doesn't see his dad very often. But in reality, his dad is emblematic of the problems Jughead has with his birthday in the first place. It just seems obvious to me that, like, even though I think that Jughead is so annoying for this birthday shit, it kind of, <laughs> like, it really, it's annoying. Um... I don't like people. I don't like people who, when somebody tries to do a nice thing for them, and is genuinely trying to do a nice thing for them, that they see it as it, it's something like fucking terrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like okay, like you know what you could do? You could go to Betty and you could be like, "Hey, I know you were really trying to do a nice thing. I applaud you for that. Next time, I'd rather just keep it low key. That's just more of my personality. Now you know." Yeah. I agree with that. Or maybe just suck it the fuck up and then, like, next year at her birthday, like, on his birthday, you guys talk about it. Because mm-hmm. they're not going to be together for another year. Like, I know this. <laughs> so, like, just bite the bullet and then just move on. <laughs> uh, so, Alice comes to Betty at the school newspaper. A whole lot of Betty this episode. And it's like, yeah, the principal is like, cool, you can be the. Advisor, sure, here's a salary. The newspaper. Um, do it. Cool. She seems like a completely different person this episode. She, yeah, she kind of um, like a really good parent this episode. Yeah, I I think that we've misjudged Alice Cooper by calling her the worst and the Antichrist and any other terrible things we've thrown around. I mean, if you say so. Maybe not. Maybe she's not perfect. I think it's. I think she's on a bit of an emotional high. She got hell yeah. out of the house, and she can use him as, like, an emblem for most of her problems right now. I didn't realize that Hal sucked that much, but he does, so... Yeah, he's kind of terrible. Yeah, he is. So, Benny asks her mom about, like, you know, you told Dad everything about yourself, right? She's like, yeah, it's a dumb fucking move. (laughs) Your dad uh, used that against me to hurt me, to control me a little bit. I was like, so for 30 years, she's been controlled by Hal? That sucks. Yeah. Well, remember he made that appointment for her, so, so she had with a, a doctor. With the yeah, it, whatever that means. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, to get a mole removed. What else did he do? Let's see. Oh, it was an abortion. Paints Betty in this corner. She's like, okay, don't tell Jughead that. Like, I, I poured miss- maple syrup on Chuck while he was in the hot tub that one. That's time. the thing that sucks about <laughs> this situation for Betty because, like, where do you? fit that in you can't even be there's like, no natural way to bring that no. up in conversation oh these pancakes are so good right what speaking of pancakes oh man maple syrup. so this maple syrup reminds me of that one time oh my god yeah there's no i not put on a dominatrix way. episode outfit and you know what i was thinking about with that episode how unnecessary it was for betty to do all of that right because not like Polly even looks like that. I think so. That wasn't a Polly persona. So I think in the original pilot that we read, Polly is kind of like Polly's in the house. She is in the house, but I think she's also has like. So is Mrs. Andrews. Yeah, that is weird. 
budget cuts. Um, I think Polly has like a gothier look, right? Or am I wrong about that? Uh, I thought she was like like dark hair. I'd have to reread it. Me too, and I could be totally wrong about this. So you think they're running on that idea until they cast that yeah. other girl? Yeah. Honestly, I think it would have been kind of fun if she had like more of like a dark girl persona than, yeah. than Betty. Because they are similar. They, yeah, that one, that one happy family shot they had in like the last right. episode or so ago. Yeah. It would have looked very different <laughs> with, the yeah. awesome, with, the, with the goth Wednesday girl. Adams situation. Okay. Uh, let's see. Okay. Jughead tells Archie this, that the double feature this year is a John Landis double feature. Huh. American Werewolf in London and Animal House. Would you go to that double feature? It's a weird double feature. I'd go see American Werewolf in London. I've never seen American Werewolf in London. It's good. But I love Animal House. I've actually never seen Animal House. Here's my thing. I don't like double features in general. I don't either. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. Because I love film, but I also don't love double features. I, I also don't always love... fall asleep in the second mm-hmm. one. I also every time don't love midnight movies for the same reason. Oh, um, well, that's why I always think it's funny on the Thursday like pre screenings of movies or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're like eight p.m. now. Like yeah, that's fine. They started early and earlier on Thursdays. Um, I will totally see a movie. I'll see a movie. The latest, honestly, that I ever want to see movie is like ten. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'll go. Like, it's not like I won't go if it's a movie I want to see. Yeah. But I enjoy it so much more if it's like a nine thirty movie. Yeah. I will marathon a series all day. Like one of the best days I've ever had in early college was when I just say dates watched or days. Days. The okay. Fast and the Furious. Through Fast Five just in one day. Alone, it was, John? Were you alone? I was sick. It oh, was okay. glorious. And, like, I'll marathon movie franchises, but a double feature of, like, two, like, only tangentially connected films, I'm generally just exhausted by the second one. But yeah. if it's just a franchise, I see it building towards something, but the other rest of the time, not so much. And also, I mean, most of the time you'll be home, like, in bed, so, like, you're not. That's better, yeah. Yeah. But going to a different. theater and double featuring something, I'm. Just exhausted by the end of it. I'll like do it if it's something really special, but otherwise, no. Yeah, and I feel bad about that because out in LA, there's a lot of special double feature screenings and stuff. You could just go to the first movie. I went to a really good one that was um, the producers, and a funny thing happened on the way to the uh, forum. Oh, okay. Because uh, I thought it was Zero Mostel, and then uh, at the end of that, uh, Mel, Mel Brooks was there. And, like, oh, that's he spoke cool. For all. That was really cool. Um, but. Other times, like, yeah, it's just double feature. I'm like, uh-huh. So, anyway, about Riverdale. Yeah. Oh, Riverdale. Okay. So, Archie tells Jughead that his date to the movies is Betty. And Jughead's like, you told her? Archie's like, yes, you're dating her. Fair. All of it's fair. This is why I don't think Betty and Jughead are going to last. I just don't think that... I know it's early in their relationship, but they don't feel particularly, like, connected. Do you know what I mean? Like, they just don't feel like a couple. They feel more like friends, but, like, not even very good friends. Like, it's weird. You don't think they know each other well enough. Which is... That's something that I've been and trying they to haven't figure seen, out. They, they haven't gone on an actual date. Yeah, not really. I've been trying to figure or this out. they get to know each other better. How? But haven't they known each other forever? Yeah, how long have they known each other? Because, like, Betty keeps introducing himself to the FP, 
And John but also, Hay, they refer to themselves as three old friends. Right. It's like, where were the parents? It's just strange. In the comics, they haven't known each other forever. I just. But they know. have known each other forever in the show, too. It's just kind of weird. Yeah. Anyway, go on. So, Jughead explains why he doesn't like his birthday. He associates with this, bullshit. like, one day when everyone puts on a fake facade of happiness because to celebrate him. Because they love you, Jughead. That's why. Because they love you. Yeah. Like, he's get like, your Our family's horse. not normal, but they oh, would attempt to be normal for my birthday, and it just felt false to him. It just re- never rang true. Okay, fine. But, like, they were doing it because they loved you and because they cared about you. He so couldn't then... understand that because he was a child. <laughs> well, he's a t- kind of a grown-up now. <laughs> like, sort of. I would say grown-up, but that's not true. He's, like, a medium grown-up. I think it makes sense. It's not that it doesn't make sense. It's just that it's the most selfish way to go about life. Okay. Sorry. Uh, I, just, I was mad at Jughead. <laughs> Cold Press is a very good actor. He's very good. He's, he's very talented. very good. So we cut to Veronica, and oh my god, she has smart girl glasses on when I she's love looking it. through papers. So funny. She somehow looks even cuter when she's doing that. She's adorable. She's great. Oh she's great god. eyebrows, great glasses. I just want to be her eyebrows. <laughs> I never understood like what women were going for when they're like trying to get their eyebrows done, and no. then I saw Camilla Mendes and was like, I get it now. Yeah, it Good matters. Eyebrows. It matters. It transforms her face. <laughs> So, she's looking into Hiram's dealing with the Blossoms, and it looks like Clifford Blossom was, like, what, paying Lodge Industries for 75 years? Yeah, what was he paying them for? It's mysterious. Um, Generic blackmail thing. Magic stuff, probably. Sure. Sure. 75 years? Was there a Lodge Industries 75 years ago? What if Hiram Lodge... He's a warlock. <gasps> Game changer. Let's just go with that. He's a warlock. So Cliff had good reason to orchestrate orchestrate Hiram's arrest. Okay, fine. Yeah. So Hermione is like, hey, why don't we not suggest the thing that makes it seem like Hiram killed Jason Blossom? Right. Let's just makes throw sense. that out there. Let's not bring that also- into the equation because it's not connected as of now. He also, like, he is still doing things that are bad. <laughs> yeah. Like, I want to clarify. From prison. Right. He's still doing bad things. Yeah. So, Veronica instead turns her sights on Cheryl at chilling practice, which means they are still vixens. Betty yeah, and Veronica, yeah. even though they haven't been in practice in forever. Oh, my favorite scene. Yeah, so... I have feelings about this. They have a dance-off, and... I cannot objectively talk about the scene because I was aroused the entire time. Oh, me too. No, so it's oh, fine. Oh, okay. So it's fine. Can, I, so can you talk about... Neither of us can really, not really. talk objectively about this. Uh, but I kind of think Cheryl won. <laughs> and she... I kind of do. Like, okay, here's my problem with this scene. Except for, like, how amazing it was. Um, was it, it how choreographed they are? Like, like how well, they confusing. synced up at the end? Yeah, that was a little confusing. But my issue was... Um, at the end, when Betty is like, and I will do this in my Betty voice, all for Cheryl, like, whatever, and then no one raises their hand, and then she's like, and all for Veronica. That was not a good one. I lost it at the end. All for Veronica? No. And who's voting for Veronica? I can't do it. Okay, well, fine. That was good the first time. Really? Okay. Yeah. 
Oh my god. Okay. Um, God, poor Lily Reinhardt. If you ever bless us and listen to this, please know that I think you're great and your voice is fine and beautiful (laughs) singing voice. I just want to mimic you because I want to be you. I want to be you, Lily Reinhardt. Oh yeah. So I thought that Cheryl did just as good of a job as Veronica that it should have been half. Like they could have made Cheryl worse. Like Cheryl was throwing around her hair, it was awesome. It didn't seem like the vote should have been as unanimous as it was. Right, I was like, Veronica was good, but she wasn't like mind blowing (coughs) amazing compared to Cheryl. Like Cheryl was good. I liked Cheryl's pants. You like that she was in full long pants? I just thought it was cool. I was like, that's a choice. She doesn't need to show off her legs. No, she knows she's beautiful. I love Cheryl. I love Cheryl. Go on. Like, I hate her as a character, but, like, she just does, like, like I would hate her as a person, but, like, she just does things that I, like, love. Mostly just, like, the hair stuff. Like, I think it's great. Like, I'm, like, I just, like, relish in, like, your quirks. My note is, I, too, feel I've been led to cheer. Wow. Yeah. yeah. As cheerleaders go. Uh, so the girls do all choose Veronica. Uh, Cheryl calls out her basic quote-unquote friends who show up every now and then. Yeah, I guess they're friends. She's like, you're fired from the Vixens and as my social handmaidens. But no, but she doesn't say, like, you're fired. She says, starting next week, you're fired. <laughs> like, she still needs a couple days. Right, like, she needs they, to They have to find replacements uh, after their notice has been put in. That's, like, literally what it is. I'm like, oh, okay, so it's going to be a real awkward week. Meanwhile, Fred calls Archie. Uh, he's not seeing, uh, Molly today because <laughs> reasons they're going to get together tomorrow they were gonna have uh, with their lawyers like, no. to finalize everything. Or she's like, yeah, cause you can't even be in the same room together. He's like, son, this is complex stuff, but a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so you know, Archie saw his mom? apparently two years ago, Damn. Like, he talks to her. Like he says, he's been like texting with her and she's like, she hasn't even mentioned that thing that happened. Yeah, and he's like, mm. yeah. So Archie kind of hangs up on his dad. It's like, now where's that liquor cabinet? And just, just goes great. for it. And it's a weird liquor cabinet. Um, it like comes it out seems like the kind of thing your parents would have. Um, yeah, my parents just leave their booze out in the open. My parents didn't really have a. If they had a liquor cabinet, you didn't I don't know. Like ever found it? Yeah, they found it. They kind of just kept wine in the fridge and drank wine at every dinner. Big wine fans in my wine house. Fans. Wine fans. My dad has. My dad's in a uh, wine of the month club. That's adorable. Uh, which reminder, he listens to the show. That's adorable. <laughs> it's so cute. He started catching up on Riverdale now too. Really? So that he, can, he also watches the show. Now, now he knows what we're talking about in our podcast. That's so right. funny. He's a big fan of this. Yeah, uh, people like him. Whenever they ask, they're like, "Oh my god, you have a podcast? I'll listen to it." I'm like, "No, you won't." <laughs> like, no, you won't, Mom. Oh my god, <laughs> I have friends from my old job at WB who would be like, "What's your next podcast?" Who, no, they'd be like, "Oh, I love Riverdale. I do a podcast." They never listen to it. They did not. I hear them off the corner and be like, "I think Miss Grundy did it," and I'm like, Psh, she didn't "Do it." Idiots. They're saving no, her for next season. Miss Grundy up. is going to come back pregnant. That's my theory now. That's actually a pretty good theory. Yeah. Although that's not... two pregnancy plots for this show. Yeah, that's true. You really can only do that once, Glee. No, Glee did it. Secret Life of an American Teenager did it. Well, Glee did all the variations on it in this first season. Well, they did with Quinn. 
Quinn and uh, Idina Menzel, kind of, and the teacher's wife faking it. Oh yeah, that was funny. Well, that was kind of connected to the Quinn. Plot, yeah, that's though. what I'm saying. But like, they did both angles on that it. That was basically. such a good first season. It's such a Fine. You know what it is? All the other seasons, they needed, like, one more layer. They needed that extras. That pregnancy plot was, like, the one other layer in that first yeah. season. Others were, like, just school and Glee Club. And they needed something else. They needed one other thing. And then I stopped, I think, in season four, the the college season, when everyone broke up with each other. I was like, oh, fuck this show. I actually I was out all the way through. Like, Should I... I feel like I should have seen the Corimantif uh, Memorial episode. That was pretty sad, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I think the, um, I think, like, the problem that I had with Glee... Doesn't everyone end up as a teacher? Back in the school. Well, Corimantif ends up as a teacher. Like, it's, Is that, that's really? the saddest thing. Like, Finn... It really sucks. Like, oh, God. It's so sad. Corey Monteith actually seemed like just the nicest person in the world. Like, any interview I've ever read with him, any special, he just seemed like the nicest guy. But, Mm -hmm. um, it's so sad because he, like, gets, he's, like, really lost. Like, Finn is, like, really lost for, like, a season. Like, I think Rachel breaks up with him when she goes to, like, uh... Yeah, she meets her new sexy guy at uh, NYU. Yeah, he is sexy. It's not NYU, it's, um, oh, Niata. So I remember that. The all is that a fictional school? It is. Yeah. And the funny thing is, like... It's we like, all know what it's supposed to be, though. It's in Juilliard. Year. It, well, it's ju- Juilliard, I think, yeah, is the, what it's supposed to be. that's probably more accurate. But they make a joke, and, like, Sue Sylvester is like, I don't know why you kids are all obsessed with Niana when you could all go to NYU, Columbia, like, names, like, six other schools in New York, because anytime they don't get into, like, Niana, it's, like, the biggest fucking deal. Um, but he, so he's, like, lost, and then he comes back to... So New York Art and Theater Academy is probably what yeah. it stands for. Yeah, or New York Association of Dramatic Arts, Academy of Dramatic Arts. I think that's what it was. Um, so he comes back to McKinley High as a teacher, and he really helps new Rachel, and, like, he's just, like, a, he's really, like, a better... New Rachel? Schuster. Yeah, there is, like, a new Rachel. No, I know. Super you know that girl. you know what that girl's doing now? Yeah, she's Supergirl. Supergirl. And she was married to one of the guys who won the Glee Project, and then they recently divorced. Blake Jenner. Blake Jenner is the best. He's he, really great. That man looks like 10 years older than he is. How old is he? Must be around the same age as Melissa Benoist. Actually, I think she's older than him. Mm. They're not... Okay. I heard she might be dating uh, the new <gasps> pretty guy on Supergirl. No. Yeah. They're going to get back together. Blake Jenner and <laughs> make plan. They are. Is that who's your favorite celebrity couple? That's a really good question. For me, um, it's um, it's um, that's a great question. Emily Blunt and uh, they're John great. Krasinski. I love them. Oh, I want to be their friend. I love Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds. I think they're cute. Oh, they're cute together. That's oh, the that's else? the best thing to come out of that stupid Green Lantern movie. Yeah, it's adorable. They're so cute. Who else is cute? There's a lot of cute couples. I think Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher are cute. Yeah. I think... Uh, Justin Timberlake and... Um, Jessica Biel. Yeah. They're cute. They're cute together. <laughs> like, they're cute. They're cute. They're all cute, but... Hmm. Who's the most beautiful couple is Jason Momoa and... Um, what's her name? Lisa Bonet. Ben- is that how you say her? Ah, beautiful. What's she from? She was on... Was it the Cosby Show? And um, she's uh, Zoe Kravitz's mom. 
She used to be married to Lenny Kravitz. Not She's all over my head. I don't know. They're like older, but like they're literally the most attractive people in the world. I know who Jason Momoa is. Yeah. It's freaking Aquaman. Exactly. Aquaman. He's going to be the best thing in Justice League. Guaranteed. Amber Heard is going to be the best thing in Justice League. Amber Heard will barely be in Justice League. I love her. She is going to be something pretty to look at. Because remember, Zack Snyder's directing this movie. Aw, that's sad. <laughs> I just really like it. Weird fact. The DC movies keep hiring, like, models to play all their female characters. Well, and the Marvel Am- ones keep hiring actresses. Well, Amber Heard is not a model. She's, like, a person. I know. But, like, who's playing Captain Marvel? Brie Larson. Yeah. Oh, She's right. She's won an Oscar. Like, I thought you were going to be, like, Brie Larson as a model. And I was like, hold up. Room. And also all of her other movies. But yeah. then I realized that that was Marvel and I was confused. Yeah. Anyway, Riverdale. So Cheryl enters Pops. And she sees Dilton Doily. She turns the opposite direction, which everyone should when they see Dilton Doily. Because that gonna, kid's got problems. Is he going to hurt people? Is he going to like shoot up his school? Please, I can't handle more school shootings in my <laughs> narratives right now. We have too many of them in the real world. Spoilers. Don't watch the OA. There's your spoiler. Oh, I thought you were spoiling something else. That's probably... probably. Uh, I can't tell you. I can't tell you. We'll talk later. Okay. <laughs> So she approaches someone. She's like, do you want to team up, destroy Benny and Veronica? And they pan over and it's Chuck Clayton. Chuck Clayton. Woo! And he's like... Sure, I got yeah. nothing better to do. I can't play football. <laughs> I literally have nothing better to do. They would make a cute couple. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, evil, evil I'll ship couple. it, but maybe sure. they'll be good for each other in their mm. evil ways. No. It'll, mm, that, like, but when the two sweat. evil people get together, it means they can't hurt any good people. Right. That's true. That's a good point. Well, I mean, they can together. Right. It depends on how you it. I see what you're saying. Not as emotionally. Well, like Chuck and Blair and Gossip Girl, they would always hurt people together. My so. only thing you have is evil couples is Lord Zed and Rita Repulsa from Power Rangers. So. Team Rocket. Are they a couple? No. Are they brother and sister? No. They're just like... James is, like, super rich, uh, secretly, and a little gay, I think. And then what's the other one's name? Jesse. Jesse and James. Yeah. They're not brother Jessie. and sister? Je- no. And they're not a couple? No, she's... Actually, I don't think I know her backstory. Why do you know James's backstory? They did episodes devoted to this. Is he, Where, like, like he finds his parents, and they're, like... James, come live with us. We love you. Aww. You're engaged to this woman. And this woman comes out and she looks exactly like Jessie. And Jessie's like, I don't like her. <laughs> That's hilarious. And she's got like a southern accent for some. He's like, hi, James. Come so, and marry me. Wait, so uh, he's engaged to her, but he doesn't know Right, her. right. But he's like, I don't want to be with this family. I want to go hunt Pikachu. That's hilarious. <laughs> what a weird thing to Remember happen. James's voice? He's like, James... Oh, that makes sense, because he's rich. Let's catch that Pikachu. Wait, so why do they want to get the Pikachu? Because uh, Team Rocket captures powerful Pokemon, and every time Pikachu beats them, they get more and more convinced that it's like this very powerful Pikachu that they, that they gotta catch uh, for their boss, Giovanni. And as time goes on, they they like start checking in with Team Rocket. It's like, what? No, you two were fired. Oh what do you mean we were fired? Yeah. Because you never brought in any Pokemon. It's like, we're after this one Pikachu. Okay, sure. Bring that in. And we guess you're back in. Like, sweet. We gotta catch it. 
That's they great. Still, That's great. This show has been going on for over 10 years now. Is Pokemon still on? It's still on TV. I never knew that. I thought it yeah. ended, like, if you asked me, I'm like, it had a three-season run. The games keep coming out. The show keeps coming out. Is Ash still involved? Yes. Is Misty still involved? No. No? Um, Why not? This is my favorite moment. Um, Do they get married? No. Weren't they, like, dating in the musical? Potentially. There was a stage musical. There was, um, I didn't see it, but my friend did. So, Ash loses the Pokemon League okay, in his home country. Uh, uh, Japan? It's called Kanto. Okay, uh, as far as I know. And right? um, on their way back to his home. He dies. She dies. They're going through her hometown. She dies. Do you remember the first episode of the show? Yeah, where they... or not the first Do you remember how Ash and Missy met? Yeah, because she was, like, mean to him or something. And, like, water temple and she has sisters. He's being chased by a flock of Fero, which uh, are basically... Pidgeys? Falcons. Big Pidgeys? Meaner. Mean um, Pidgeys? Yeah. Uh, he pissed them off with Pikachu, and they kind of dive into the water for safety, and Missy's fishing, and she uh, drags him out of the water, and the Fero is so coming, and he's like... Hey, I'm going to steal your bike. He grabs her bike and runs off. And then Pikachu blasts all the fear with lightning at the end, destroys the bike. Okay. So when she finds him, she's like, listen, jerk, I'm going to keep traveling with you until you pay me back for my bike. Oh my god, he still, he gets <laughs> And right. And uh, over time, you know, it develops into friendship and all of that. But her last episode on the show is them coming back through her hometown, and uh, the nurse, Nurse Joy in that town, is like, Missy, we fixed your bike. And Aww. Ash is just like, cool, you don't need to travel with me anymore, and leaves. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. And that's it? She's like, they see her again, and she's, like, mad about that. Like, she pops up later in the show. But, Wait, like, that's it? That's, her, that's the end of her as, like, a regular character on the that's series. fucked. Teenage boys are the worst. What? That's terrible. <laughs> it's funny. It's hilarious. Did it get like a poignant send off or anything? No, like that? it's just kind of like she's gone now. That's so fucked. Ash is shitty. <laughs> That's really funny, but like really mean. That's terrible. How do we even get into this conversation? I don't know. Riverdale's happening still, right? <laughs> Veronica goes to Lawyer Man and uh, is like, hey. You should probably know about these Blossom Lodge dealings. He's like, yeah, we did. Uh, we're not bringing those up because it makes time murder suspect, which Everyone's isn't told cool. Her, but um, oh, also, he sent us this letter for you. And she reads it. And it's like, yeah, if you don't testify for me, your mom's going to jail, too. Just, just put that on the table. The I can make that happen. And yeah, I'm threatening your mom. And Veronica is shook. But then we get Betty and, J- and Jughead on their date, and I love her sweater. Her, like, gray sweater with the yellow crown Is on it. Is that supposed to be Jughead's crown? I think crown. it's supposed to be Jughead's crown. Yeah, that <laughs> sweater. Guess how much that sweater is. $300. It's like $348. Yes, I Nailed it. It's gorgeous. Yeah, it's cute, but it, it's not worth $348. No, I'm sure you could find a cheaper version of that At Forever somewhere. 21? You could. On Etsy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, or screen print it yourself. Yeah, you can make that yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jughead asked Betty about Chuck Clayton. Chuck Clayton. She's like, I'm not really going to talk about that. It's fine. Everything's fine. Look, movies. Hey, 
It's your birthday. I'm all about the monster within. We're all about the beast within. Yeah. Yeah, clearly, girl. Mm. Jeez. Um, meanwhile, back at Archie's house, the guest list for Jughead's birthday includes Archie, <laughs> Veronica, Kevin, Ethel? Yeah, sure, why not? Joaquin? Well, he's dating Kevin. But that doesn't make him inner circle, no matter what Kevin says. Inner circle only. Veronica Ooh, inner circle only. tells Kevin... What happened at the uh, at lawyer man's office? And Joaquin's kind of listening in. Joaquin is cool. I like him. You like Joaquin? He's the best. Like, what has he actually done though? He looks cool. He looks like he's out of like an eighties movie. He's so authentic looking. He looks like he could be in the Warriors. Yes, he does look like he could be in the Warriors. I've seen that movie. <laughs> I have seen that movie twice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jughead arrives and everyone yells, "Surprise!" And he's like, "Oh my god, this is happening right now." Archie Chill hugs him. Kind of drunk. Uh, he thanks everyone. My favorite moment is Kevin comes up. It's like, happy birthday, Archie. He goes, oh, it's Kevin. I know. They hate each other. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's such, it's just well done on Cole Sprouse's part. The, just the apathy of, oh, it's Kevin. Yay. Yeah, he doesn't like him. And I don't think Kevin likes many other people either. Like, He's mostly here for Veronica. Like, technically, he was friends with Betty first, but yeah. Veronica superseded that in his life. I also think it was hilarious when Ethel was like, hey, do I have time to use the bathroom? And he's like, I wouldn't. It's my favorite part of the Oh, episode. is that the thing you were talking about? Mm-hmm. What? It's so that she doesn't miss the surprise part. No. Kevin's a murderer. I swear to God. I really think this now. Like, I was kind of joking before. He's a killer. And I have another piece of evidence. Okay. Betty brings out the cake. And sings oh, the most my haunting God. rendition of Happy Birthday I've ever heard. It was terrible, but great. I was like... I don't know how I feel about it. I was it's so scary. conflicted emotionally because I'm like, this is so scary. Yeah, but it's but also, a great voice. But also, you have a beautiful singing voice, Lily Reinhardt. I prefer when she sings Hillary Duff on Snapchat, but anyway. Oh, does she? You follow her on Snapchat? I actually don't have my Snapchat anymore. <gasps> but I watch it online, like on YouTube, when like crazy... When other people are like, cute <laughs> moments. Yeah. Cole and Lily. Exactly. Yeah, I've seen those too. Those videos are great. <laughs> I love them. Uh, <laughs> Jughead tells Betty, he's like, I just wish it was just you and me. And he's like, not how it's happening, buddy. Chill uh-huh. out. Arch, Veronica kind of storms off crying because, you know, she's had an emotional day. Archie goes after her. Uh, he's telling her about his own troubles. His parents broke up because mom wanted to leave Riverdale. Veronica tells Archie that her dad threatened her mom. And he puts her in a nice warm embrace. It's cute. Yeah. I like what the show's been doing with them so far. I think I'd, sh- I'd ship it. Fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't like really, really ship it. But he does not deserve Val. So. <laughs> so Jughead and Benny enter. And he's like, I just wish we were us in a booth. I'm not really loving this party. Which. She takes offense. She's like, I want to do something special for you. Yeah, like, fuck you. Like, literally, go fuck yourself. Like, I'm yeah. sorry. I'd be so... Because she's not going to tonight. Uh, I know it's your birthday and all, but... <laughs> what? That's what happened. Was that supposed to be, like, an innuendo? Now John is eating the grapes. That's what that sound is. They're good grapes. Yeah, they actually are. Those are, like, three weeks old. <laughs> I'm not... Okay, no, they're, like, they're like eight days old. But they're good grapes. Make up your mind. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> 
They're older than I thought that they would. They're still good. Anyway. Yeah. Bert. He's just saying, like, she wanted something normal, and he's not wired for that. God, punch you in the face. Which one? Jughead? Jughead. You think he's being unreasonable? This yes, episode? I do. I think he's being unkind. I, not unreasonable. He's being kind of a dick. He's yeah. being a dick, exactly, because there are so many ways for this to play out where Betty doesn't feel like total garbage. He could have broken up with Betty and made her feel like less garbage. You know what I mean? I really thought they were going to this episode. I know. I was I thinking, oh my god, she called it again. Oh my god, and you'd be like so proud of me. I would have been. You would have baked me a cake. And sang me a haunting birthday rendition on your birthday. Yeah. On my birthday? Yeah. I hope you don't do that to me. On oh my birthday. god, I want to do that so bad now. Then someone's at the door. There's, there's the doorbell ringing, right? Ding dong. They go to get it. Who should it be but Cheryl, Chuck Clayton, and the entire student body of Riverdale. Crazy. And they're like, you think you have a party without me? Or me? And then yeah. Moose is just like, Archie, where do you want these cakes, man? Oh, so good. And then Archie's just like, screw it. One in the kitchen, one in the backyard. We're throwing a party now. So good. It's so bad. Which, I, oh, I loved it. I just like how Archie's reaction is, all right, we're having a rager. Yeah, I just love that. Like, he is just so easily bought. It's my favorite thing about him. Because it's like the worst trait he possibly has. <laughs> It's the it's like the worst thing about Archie. It is, but it's like my favorite thing because it makes him so fun for this show. So when we come back from commercial, there's a DJ in Archie's house. Yeah, I never really understand how that is supposed to happen on TV shows. Like, it takes a while to set that up. But anyway, there's a DJ. And it's Dilton Doily. I didn't even notice that. Mm-hmm. Good for him. Scary DJ Kid is also a DJ. Yeah, uh, I've known. I knew some of the DJ kids in my own high school. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say I've known. They were kind of scary too. Scary DJ or two. Yeah. yeah, it's never like it's mostly not the cool kids. We have the DJs. That's like the weird out- outsider loader kids. Yeah, then they're gonna shun the chain smoke. My one friend Charlie there. became a DJ though. He was cool. Um, so V. Uh, Veronica has a line where she's like, yeah, why are they doing this? Cheryl and Chuck, they're agents of chaos. That's sure. all. They have no motive. They're just like the Joker. <laughs> yeah, totally. Just like him. Just like him. And, uh, they're Archie, Archie finds Jughead in the garage. This is the Archie line of the night, by the way. It's like, hey, Val's here. I think she wants to get back, get back together with I me. I love it. No. That's the most teenager thing he could have no. said the whole episode. No. I'm just like, oh, Archie, no. That is so much better than you are. So much better than you are. She doesn't want you in her life, man. She didn't even look at him. The question is, why did she come to this party? Because it's a party. At his house. I guess it is at his house. That is a good point. But it's also like a party. She came to support a friend. Didn't she say that? Or she came with uh, Mel. Yeah. Maybe Mel wanted to go. We don't know much about Mel's in her life. Or life, period. So Jughead hates everyone that this happened, and partially blames Betty. It's and really Archie, Archie tells him exactly what you've been saying this whole time. He's like, "Hey, man, chill the fuck it's out. It's not up to you. Uh, you're dating her. This is what that looks like. Fair. It's worth it. Yeah, that's the thing. I think that's the thing that bothers me the most. That he treats it as though it's like this big chore having somebody that cares about him. And like, if you don't want to be with Betty." 
don't be with Betty, but, like, don't blame her for, like, trying to do a nice thing. You yeah. guys just started dating. Like, she might not know all of this shit about you. Yeah. So, you didn't tell her. So, like, I don't know. If it's someone's birthday and they're not doing anything, don't you think that, like, it's a nice thing to throw someone a party? Like, yeah. sorry that you're a crazy human being. <laughs> End rant. FP shows up with a gift for our, for a Jughead. What do you think it is? A blender? I think it's a ghost face mask. Don't bring oh Skeet to a house party, guys. Oh, God. What if he stabbed someone? Oh, that would have been amazing. Or what if he just poured ketchup on himself and then licked it off and said, ketchup, just like mom used to put on pasta sauce. <laughs> or whatever that line is from the Scream movie. That might be from Scream. The Scream movie. movie. <laughs> what is that movie? Is it Scream? Is it the Scream movie? It's called Scary Movie 1. Scary Movie 1. Uh, scary Movie. You ever see the first Scary Movie? I've seen all of them. My favorite line in that is like, no. I saw this movie last night. It was just like what's happening right here. <laughs> it's like, what? Like, like it had stuff in common? No, it was the same guy and everything. It was called Scream. <laughs> so fun. I love those movies. The, the first one is good, but the third one is the best. I didn't even see the second one all the way through. I couldn't finish it. I love the third one. The third one was so much. And the fourth one was fine. The fourth one was not great, except for one line. Also, um, Chet from Unreal is in that movie. He's the lead in the scary movie four. Yeah, he's like the Tom Cruise. I know. It's hard. You gotta Google it. Chet? Chet, yeah. From Unreal. Like the juicy producer. Isn't the third one the one with um, War of the Worlds, though? No, the third one is um, Signs. That's oh, you're right. The fourth yeah. one is War of the Worlds. I didn't think that was, like, really... Like, Scary Movie 4 wasn't terrible, but, like, it just wasn't, like, really that scary. Like, you know what I mean? Or not, like, it wasn't really based in horror. It was more based in, like, sci-fi. Yeah. Like, that's not really the point. Yeah. I do, like... That one, though, where um, her friend shows up. It's like, I thought you were dead. I thought, I thought you, you were, were dead, dead too. too. And then they just move on. But my favorite line... Is that the one with um, the village? Is that four? Or is that three? That must be four. I think that's four. Okay. Because it's signs that came out earlier than the village. Um, no, but my favorite line is, Oh my god, I saw a face. Did it have a nose? Yes. Does sound like a face. <laughs> it stayed with me. My favorite that moment in that one is just he's trying to calm a crowd, so he shoots a bullet in the air, and oh, then yeah. behind him a hang glider just drops down dead. <laughs> terrible. Those movies were good because they were parodies, but they actually had plots. Right. Except all the most of the followers in that genre Don't. weren't. Yeah. Yeah. Superhero movie did have a plot. That was one was it? actually stronger. It was um, basically a Spider-Man riff. What was bad? Disaster movie epic movie yeah uh was it romantic movie which oh, is one with date them? movie date movie bad. oh god that one might have been the worst one though that was actually it was poor funny. allison hannigan yeah <laughs> she's better than that it did have funny moments like there were a few things that were funny and that was but it. that one felt like more of an excuse to get in more references and it didn't yeah. feel like the plot actually worked I thought, like, there, there were, like, some funny bits or whatever, but, like, not really yeah. great. But, I, like, the originals just were smarter. They stuck to, like, the one thing. Right. And they kept to it. And they just did, like, a very good parody of that. Like, the screen parody is like, really good. The first one was just like, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? And you got a guy on the roof, and you're like, what am I waiting for? <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Uh, 
Never. I saw that before I saw a scary movie, actually. I, that influenced scary. how I, or yeah, Scream, that influenced Same. how I thought, who I thought the killer was. I thought it was uh, going to be, gonna yeah. be no, no, the, the sheriff guy. The, um, oh, that's Dewey? Yeah, I thought it was going to be Dewey the whole time. I didn't think he was the Because it was the Dewey knockoff in that movie. Oh, I thought that, was he the killer in that? Yeah. I thought, uh, He, like, rips off, like, this, like, like part of his face and makes him look like deformed and are you like, thinking of not scary movie are you thinking of um that oh god what's that movie uh scream if you know what i did last summer no i've never seen that one oh you're thinking know? of scary movie that also happens in scream if you did I, what uh, that one scream if you know what i did last summer it's like a ripoff of scary movie sort mm-hmm. of I think, or it's like they came out at the same time. One of my favorite bits in Scary Movie is just when the guy holds, it's like, yeah, let me show you some pictures and tell me what you think. And she's like, no, no. And they're all like model poses of like him. (laughs) There are like really nice moments like that. Like, I I prefer when it's like not super, super raunchy. Like, occasionally it gets like super raunchy, but like, some of those, like, that's funny. Yeah. Like, that's just funny. It's a nice moment. So, (laughs) he tells Jughead that. She called him, she invited him, which just makes Jughead kind of aimed more at Betty. Yeah, which is, like, fair. Because Jughead, like, partially blames FP for all of this. Hey, girl. Kevin invites Joaquin to screw around at the river. Huh, that's why he's the fucking killer, John. Tell me that was not suspicious as hell. I was just like, what is it with him in this river? Exactly. It's where he went to kill someone. That's why he returns to it. It turns him on. I swear to God. This is a real thing. Who else is going to be the killer? Who else is going to be the killer if not Kevin? Kevin equals killer. He's going to be the Hannibal Lecter of next season. He's going to be what Kieran could have been on Scream, the MTV show. We also recap. Because if they do that, they turn the only central gay character into a murderer. They do that all the time on television shows. Right. But this show doesn't want to be part of the statistic. Does it, though? People always say that, and then they do it anyway. And this one would make me right. I'm just saying that because Pretty Little Liars made the transgender girl. Uh, well, that was a complicated thing. It was No, it wasn't. She murdered people. She didn't really murder people. She trapped all the moms in a basement, and we never know how they got out of that. Well, no, she technically didn't. Her agent of chaos. <laughs> Shut up. Um, no, she... Yeah. What, the girl, Shower Harvey? The girl who's in the shower oh all the God. time? Yeah, I I think that... <laughs> the worst character on the show? <laughs> yeah, I think that Shower Harvey was the more disappointing reveal than Charlotte formerly having been Charles. Even though it was definitely problematic, but I don't think it's as problematic as just, like, not giving any, like, LGBTQ characters, like, deep storylines. Mm-hmm. So I almost feel better about her being the villain than I would... Her being a character who was trans, but, like, barely a thing in, like, any sense. Yeah. Though I also see very much why people were upset by that reveal, because you have so many, like, deceiving trans villains. But usually it's like they're using their, like, gender to, like, deceive people, or, like, their presentation to, like, deceive people. Do you remember, um, when was the, uh, oh god... Ace Ventura. Yeah, that's fucked yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. I don't, like, that's fucked up. It's kind of tone deaf at this point. The thing that I think is important is a man. Yeah, that's fucked up. That's so fucked up. And then the extended bit of him washing his mouth oh, out. Oh, God. It's like, really? Like, what are you thinking? 
And they do that in a lot of movies. Like, yeah. more than you think that they I mean, do. It, like, you gotta look at it from the time period it was made in, but... Yeah, but, like, do you? Like, you're just... Be, like, that's, like, pretty... I don't know. Maybe... It's hard to, like, not be upset about that kind of thing. Like, that is the kind of stuff that bothers me um, so much because it... It's, like, that's why we have so many kids in high school making terrible jokes. Yeah. It's, like, because it's, like, they're still watching these movies even if they're not being made anymore. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. The Pretty Little Lies reveal was problematic. Um, but not, definitely not the most problematic way that they could have told the story, though it was problematic. So, anyway, the plot... Um, right, sorry, I just have to get my so Kev or FP interrupts Joaquin and Kevin, which I'm like, dude, leave the party. You're killing the vibe. Yeah, you're a grown. <laughs> and there's this middle aged guy walking around. Are we gonna are we gonna talk about this? I would feel so uncomfortable if that was a thing. I would be feeling really strange as a high schooler. Uh, Veronica uh, sees FP as he's walking around with Joaquin, oh and God, she immediately is like, sad. he's the guy who's talking to my mom. From he was a, he was a South Side Serpent who was like threatening her. Kevin, who is that middle aged man? Why is he here? Oh, that's Jughead's dad. What? Yeah, weird. Yeah. I don't. It doesn't really make the situation any worse. So. But she just she's the only person who didn't know. Yeah. Uh, Which so makes sense. Betty's cleaning. Betty is cleaning. Yes. Which is that's just good good manners at a party when she finds Chuck just Chuck wiping his cleaning. face in the kitchen. Yeah, it's sweaty, sweaty party. Oh, are you? This time she tries to ask him nice, uh, and he's like, "You're not as nice as you act. Um, you ruined my chance to play for Notre Dame or any other good school." Don't Line of the that. night. Oh, I'm sorry that your actions had consequences. <laughs> love, 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 love it. Also, um, she said something about like playing football doesn't mean you get to like sexually harass girls. Yeah, and I was like, that is true. <laughs> Underline that. Yeah. And then send it to the NFL. He talks about Dark Betty and calls her like the girl I think about every night before I go to bed. And I was like Sam. So he's like <laughs> into Dark Betty. Yeah, who wouldn't be? And Are you she... not into Dark Betty? I need to see some more Dark Betty. Yeah. Uh, she slaps him and leaves. Oh, amazing. Which probably turns him on even more. Dark Boy's Betty's got the some best. issues. Yeah, Chuck Lady doesn't like women when they consent. FP. Uh, talks to Joaquin in Archie's bedroom. Uh, he tells FP that uh, Hiram might be connected to Jason's murder, and FP's like, well, that's not good. Hiram and I had business. What does the sheriff know? I don't know. And then we'll find out. I don't know. And they leave. Son for Meanwhile, across the street, Alice watches from Betty's bedroom. Isn't that right, Stella? Stella's just really... Alice is just on top of things this episode. I don't know even how she knew to be on Betty's bedroom watching from across the street, but damn it, she was there. Uh, Jughead calls Betty out for getting his dad with a drinking problem to the party. Fair. With kegs. She's like, excuse me, I did not know any of this was going to be happening also tonight. Also fair. Uh, Jughead's like, listen, I didn't want anyone else at this party. Not even Kevin Veronica. A months ago, we didn't know each other, and I was fine with that. Uh, I am a weird person. Oh, I'm weird. So good. Wait, 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 do you have the I thing? I do. I have it. Um, this that is a hilarious meme. In case you haven't noticed, I'm weird. I'm a weirdo. <laughs> I don't fit in. I don't want to fit in. Have you ever seen me without this stupid hat on? That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wait, what is underneath the hat? I want to know. His hair. He takes it off in this episode. Oh, he does at the end, right? Yeah. Good for him. <laughs> uh, Doing that for the lady. He's upset that Betty doesn't seem to be paying attention to what he wants. He thinks they're so different they don't belong together. She's the girl next door. He's the damaged loner outsider. He's not one of her projects. That's harsh, but true. Honestly, I'm like, oh, it's happening. They're breaking up. But no. <laughs> um, Jughead thinks she'll leave him once Archie changes his mind and wants to oh, be with her. That's probably true. Maybe. Yeah, that's uh, way true. She runs off in tears. It is sad. That's probably what's going to happen. Archie, I broke up with Jughead. And now we can be together like you want. Uh, I'm still not in love with you. Aww. <laughs> Polly. <laughs> Archie wants to talk to Val. She's like, no. So he kind of like, wait, no. And then like grabs her and she throws her drink at him and yells at him. Boy's a mess. Yeah, that was bad. So he collapses his room and drunk dials his dad. That's something I've done. There are worse people to drunk dial. What if he had like drunk dialed Miss Grundy? I miss you, babe. I still love you. Come back to Sweetwater River. We can, we can hide in your room, in your house, and... Watch movies while you don't have your glasses on. And you <laughs> it look like seems a different like person. a different show, doesn't it? It seems like we've come a long way since then. Uh, Ethel offers Chuck some cake. cake. He's like, she's like at this party acting like it's still the tiny little shindig it was when it starts. Like, hey, do you want some cake? <laughs> I love that. Ethel uh, definitely killed someone. I don't know. Like, if it was I, I have to wonder, that. this might be the first real party she's ever been to. Oh, probably. In high school. She's still eating the cake as I would do, though. Like, I would also want to, like, be having the fun with the dancing, but yeah. I would also still eat the cake. It looks homemade. It looks like there are gummy bears They're in the middle. Good cake. Uh, Chuck oh, and hey. Cheryl uh, stop Jughead before he can leave. Uh, they're like, we have a game we want to play. Everyone's got secrets. Everyone's committed sins. And now we're going to reveal them to you all. And then Chuck locks the door, but it's, like, very dramatic. He's like, and suddenly it's like implied that no one will be able to leave now that he's just turned the lob, turned the yeah, knob thing to the left. Yeah, easily just go back and turn so, that the other way. Chuck and Cheryl gather everyone together to play a game called Secrets and Sins. Here's the thing, which is don't play. Which is a variation on Truth or Dare where Chuck and Cheryl just yell out any secrets the main characters are hiding and nobody stops them. <laughs> or leaves, which would be really easy. <laughs> Honestly, Thank it's a it's you. a it's a really shitty game. It's um, not a game; it's just mean. That's not that's not what games are. You have to play them. If I were writing this episode, there would have been one shot at least to two people in the uh, like elsewhere in the house being like, "What the fuck is going on right now?" I think we should go. I'm really uncomfortable. Do you want to just go back outside, hit the keg? Yes, of course I do. This is and terrible goes, and awkward, and I want to go <laughs> back outside. Cheryl tells everyone that Hiram purchased the drive-in land, to which Jacket's like. What? Um, I didn't even like Veronica anyway that much. So then fine. Veronica calls the show. like, hey, Cheryl, you were having sex with your brother. And she's like, I love Jason. Did yeah. I do a good Cheryl? Wait, was that a good Cheryl? Try again. I love Jason. It's okay. It's not great, though. But, like, what am I missing? I think she's pitched a little bit higher. I love Jason. Everybody knew that I love Jason. I need to hear her next it's to hard, you. It's hard, I know. Uh, I can't really do Veronica either. <laughs> But Veronica straight up accuses Cheryl of murdering her brother. Kevin, no, meanwhile, no. with Joaquin, is like, this is, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Oh, yeah, I it love is. It. it is the greatest thing. Dilton Doily is like, this game's sick. I like <laughs> it. Just point someone's like, 
Not a game. <laughs> it's just yelling things out loud, but sure, go for it, buddy. Do what you need to do. Hey, guys, guess what I saw by the river that day? Miss Grundy's car. Then I told Jughead and Betty about it. And then Miss Grundy suddenly left town. And Weird. somehow this all connects to Archie, and suddenly everyone's like, Archie was having sex with Miss Grundy? Holy shit. Well, then it's out in the open, and Val didn't hear that, so... What do you mean? Oh, yeah, Val already left, I guess. Hey, that's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, Did Archie, like, sober up real fast? I'm confused. <laughs> no, no, Archie seems like a wreck this whole episode. I just don't know if KJ Apple's great at playing drunk. Oh, He probably me. doesn't drink much. He's a good kid. Because I heard he it's easier to be fit if you don't drink. Uh, Chuck tells everyone what happened at the pool that night. Yeah. He's like, Dark cool. Betty exists. So it's like, what do you think about that, Jughead? Jughead punches Chuck. Bam! Which was really then Chuck wonderful. Knocks Jughead basically out. Just because he's he down. Because, yeah. I mean, look at his lats. Uh, <laughs> and then FB's like, alright, out of the house. I have old man strength. And, right, and uh, also I'm being a responsible adult for maybe the first time in my life. He drags everyone outside, party's over, everyone's going home. F or uh, Jughead's also like about to leave, which is weird because Jughead lives. Right. In the house. He does live there. I didn't think about that. I'm um, assuming he was going to Pops. So FP's like, hey, we're gonna go talk to your girlfriend. He's like, No, I'm not. Listen, after you the are. shit she just went through. Yeah, you are. I'd also be like, and also your girlfriend? Yeah, she might need help. Like, yeah. I want to help. It's the most fatherly thing he's ever done. It is. It's sweet. And he's aware. He's like, she did all this for you because Aww. she cares about you. If you want her to understand you, you have to talk to her. That's the step it takes. And he's like, fine, dad. God, dad. Dad. Uh, meanwhile, Alice corners FP. She's wearing an exceptional coat, by the way. Good coat. She's apparently a neighborhood watch. They knew each other when they were kids. He calls her hot. She is hot. I ship it. They can get together if they want. I know, me too. I really ship it. They should definitely get together. Although it's always a weird thing these teen shows do, where their kids are dating and the parents are dating too. It is weird. Like, what if that goes somewhere? That happened on Gossip Girl. They're step-siblings. Do they still date? Well, do you want to know what happens on Gossip Girl? Sure. So, I was actually very disappointed by this, but, so, Dan and Serena are dating, and then Ruvis and Lily used to, like, be in a relationship when they were, like, 20, mm-hmm. and, like, were in love, but, like, it went horribly wrong, whatever, blah, 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 and so then they, like, rekindle their romance, but then Serena basically tells her mom, it's like, you can't be together as long as Dan and I are together, like, that's fucking weird, and then Lily's like, okay, I guess I'll marry Chuck's dad, so she marries Chuck's dad, and then... Rufus and Lily... He marries the guy who she's not into as much? Yeah, she's not into him. And then Dan and Serena break up, and then Rufus and Lily get married. But then they get divorced. It's terrible. It's just really bad. That sure sounds exhausting. It's, like, a great show, but, like, Dan and Serena didn't have to be together, but Rufus and Lily really should have been together at the end. I'm just, like, really upset about this. Please keep this in the podcast so other people can share these feelings. (laughs) Sure thing. Uh, Let's see. So Jughead and Betty go to Pops where Jughead, yeah, takes the hat off to get to see all of Cole Sprouse's black hair. It's pretty impressive. It kind of sucks he had to dye his hair. Yeah. And then they cover it up with a hat like nine Well, I mean, it's still enough out there. Could have had a wig, but anyway. He looks pretty good with dark hair, though. Yeah. He and uh, Betty are kind of, they're making up. 
He's telling her that he pushes away so that he can't get hurt when people leave him. Wow. And she's like... basic, but okay. Yeah, but there's also something really wrong with me. I got some darkness inside me. Hey, look at my palms. And he he kind of takes them, kisses them, and they kiss. And And that was the moment I stopped shipping (laughs) the Yeah, I'm not really there for it either. I'm not there for it. I liked them at first. I was into it at first. They... I don't know if it's that they don't have chemistry... I almost kind of want them to make Jughead asexual now. Because it doesn't feel good. Like, <laughs> it's hard to explain, but it like, does not feel... It doesn't feel like natural or something. It just feels strange. I don't know. I like this thought process that you're on. <laughs> I just can't... I can't wrap my finger around what I don't like about Betty and Jughead now. Meanwhile, with the ship I do sail, Archie and Veronica... Kind of the point in the end of the party. I say Joaquin and Phoenix. No. He tells her that he drunk dialed his dad and told him not to divorce with his mom, which is, of all the things you could say in a drunk call, that's one of the better ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, They both keep on wrecking things, as Veronica puts it. Um, She in particular is exhausted by all the things her parents have done that she's been finding out about recently. And Archie's like, well, what would happen if I had just gone with my mom instead of my dad? She's like, well, we wouldn't have met. I was really hoping that they were going to have next week be an episode where Archie went goes to live with his mom. What, like, like a, as an alternate timeline yeah, thing? Yeah, or like a dream. That's not really how this show plays just yet, though. I would write a really good episode of that. I have an idea. Then write the, um, write the spec. Yeah. I might. Do you want to help? Do you want to help? I might. I have a lot of things I have to write. I'll explain after, but oh. I will. Go on. Uh, v says it would have been tragic if they never met She comforts him and they kiss And I'm like yay yeah. I'm like really on board for this But I'm also like why am I so on board for this I think that Veronica could do better I think what it is Is just they have good chemistry But Camille Mendes could probably have chemistry with a Anything with a like an avocado yeah, yeah avocado good stuff Yeah Oh my god, I could see the wedding photos now. It's just Camila Mendez, like... And she looks so happy. I know, she looks beautiful. <laughs> I'm, like, so excited to be with that avocado forever. I never ask things of our fans, but if anyone can Photoshop Amazing. a picture of Camila Mendez with an avocado... In a wedding mail. <laughs> like, just, if you guys have those skills, Ooh. go for it. Please. I'm going to regret this, I think. No, no, no. It's well worth it. <laughs> she has chemistry with everything. Everything. And avocados are really good. Veronica wakes up the next morning in Archie's bed. I was like, are they going there? Alone. Because they... he slept on the floor mattress. And she's also fully dressed. Because, and, and he's, he's shirtless. But, like, but he's too good for this world. Yeah. They didn't have sex. That's great. Good for them. Good for them. That's this like... relationship could actually be something. Yeah, though I think Jughead thinks they had sex. Well, I know the implication. Uh, she kisses on the cheek before heading downstairs, where she runs in the jughead, just having his morning coffee. By the way, a lot of beer bottles in the house. Yes. Which is weird, considering most of the drinks keg. came from two kegs. One in the kitchen, one in the backyard. <laughs> which is a lot of alcohol. Well, and yeah. Two kegs are not, is not as much alcohol as you think. No? When you have uh, to purchase two kegs, and then they, you know... At my friend's uh, graduation party, I mean, it was like friends and family, not a ton of people, but like, he had like... A keg and we couldn't finish it. Really? Like he was, he kept bringing us more beer. We're like, dude, no. But I guess if you're having a massive party yeah. for a ton of people. You'll go through it a lot faster. Right, right. And also there are like certain guys who will literally stand by the keg and just drink beer, 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 beer. Yeah. 
Anytime I see a keg in a TV show, and I th- now I think of Gilmore Girls, just this episode where they go to like a college party, and this one guy is like, the guy brings a keg because he's twenty one. Oh, he's so excited yeah. he just turned twenty one. So now he's to supply alcohol yeah, for the whole yeah. party. But basically, Anton's like, and plus, uh, Roger over there is twenty one. Twenty one. But anyway, uh, hey Stella, how's it going over there? Stella's just licking John's hand. It's very cute. So it seems like uh, Jack is going to keep it a secret. Uh, Archie. Because he does not care about anyone, really. Veronica. It's like, who would I tell? Um, not your best Veronica friend. Veronica talks to Smithers and asks Smithers. how he thinks of her parents. He'd rather not say how he feels about Hiram, but he believes Hermione is unequivocally, unequivocally good. Don't believe that, but okay. Uh, he goes to the lawyer's office, or she goes to the lawyer's office, and agrees to testify to protect Hermione. She very much words it that way. Yeah. It's like, I will always, I will talk about how wonderful my mother, well, parents he, are, yeah. how much they care about me. Uh, Archie cleans house. He looks like a train wreck. Um, ignores his dad's calls. As one does. Jughead asks about Veronica, and he's like, yeah, don't tell anyone. He's gonna... Again, again, who do I know? Who would I tell? Also, like, maybe he should have clarified, hey, nothing really happened. We kissed for, like, two minutes. Yeah. And then we went to sleep alone. Yeah. Instead of being like, yo, man, I'm like, okay, it's like, chill. <laughs> Meanwhile, next door, Alice brings Betty a hangover cure. Yeah, that was sweet like, of her. But seriously, what, who, what happened to the real Alice? Who is this woman? I don't know. But twin, evil twin. Uh, she asks about FP and Joaquin. Uh, Alice quickly figures out that Kevin yeah. Joaquin did not happen naturally. She's like, hmm, that's weird. Hmm. It's a small town. Not that small. I love that. Uh, Veronica tells Betty that she testified on her dad's behalf. She also tells her about her dad's relationship with FP. Actually, the scene begins with her bringing Bates goods, and Betty's like, yeah. last thing you did this was because you made out with Archie. She's like, haha, those are for you. I still never forget <laughs> why they... Why, like, Veronica and Archie made out that first time. Because they're hot. Yeah, but, like, ugh. Anyway. Uh, she believes he might have killed... Let's see. Uh, oh. Veronica kind of believes that her dad was involved with the death of Jason Blossom. Now she's on board with Team Find Out Who Killed Jason. Which is cool. Uh, Smithers gives Veronica a package from her dad, and it's a new pearl necklace. Mm-hmm. That is scary without ever is. being on screen, but I'm really interested to see who they're going to eventually cast for this part. What if it's just terrible? The casting? Yeah, it was just, like, bad. Really. Like, they just totally tone-deaf casting yeah. on it? I don't think they do that. Actually, you know who would be kind of interesting? Andrew McCarthy. Who? Um, he was, like, an 80s guy. He was not in... What one was he in? Purdy and Pink? Maybe? He, um... Who was the guy who played Ducky? Not him. Yeah, imagine guy. if they cast him. That would be tone deaf casting. Yeah. No, John but, Cryer as Hiram Lodge. Yeah, not great. Not a great choice. But Andrew McCarthy could be interesting. And he's such a good actor. He also, like, directs TV and stuff now, so... I don't hate it. Putting it out there. Be a nice little reunion. At home, Fred comes home with Molly Ringwald. Oh, shit. And that is the end of the episode. So, uh, who's our prom king and queen this time? Prom 
King. Well, I'm it sure as fuck is not Jughead. Archie for one in the kitchen, one in the backyard. <laughs> Ugh, God, no, kill me now. Who is the prom king? Kevin. No, there really wasn't a Chuck good. Clayton. <laughs> not Chuck Clayton. Dilton Doily. No, they all are terrible. Joaquin. I love Joaquin. Sure, he didn't do anything and was probably only hurting people technically. But Joaquin, because I love you. <laughs> Prom queen, Ethel. No, Betty, because Betty tried. Joaquin, but Ethel was just giving out cake and stuff. I know, I know. But you're right, Betty put the most effort into it. Yeah, Betty deserves better. Chaperone. FP. I was going to say Alice. Uh, yeah, that's good too. <laughs> She's not the one dealing with nefarious ulterior motives right now. Although FP was a good father for the first time. I say it's an even split. Yeah. And who would you throw under the bus? Who did I hate this episode? Jughead. I was mad at Jughead. Mad at Jughead but it's his birthday. So. Archie? Wait, how much of a jerk can I be on my birthday? Um, not a, not a jerk. Sorry. Why? That's a thing. Why? Why should I be a jerk? Yeah, why would you be a jerk well, on I mean, your I birthday? I got my excuse, that's all I'm saying. I think it's fine to be a jerk on your birthday to a certain extent, as long as it's like, if people are actually trying to do things that are nice for you, don't be a jerk. You can be a jerk <laughs> if people are not treating you well on your birthday. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You can pull the, it's my birthday, why are you doing this card? But you can't really pull a... Yeah, you weren't you weren't nice to me in the way I wanted you to be nice <laughs> to me, kind of thing. I agree. So be nice on your birthday, but I don't think it'll be a problem. We'll see. Yeah. So your theory is that Kevin. It's is Kevin. Why, <laughs> Stella? What did you do? Why else would they add in that line about Sweetwater River? Because there is no other reason. To the pilot when he went there with Moose. Yeah, exactly. He likes to make out with guys by the river. Hmm. Why would he do that? Because maybe it's a popular place to make out with people. No, it's because she went there he with killed, Miss Bundy also. He Why murdered would he, Hey, Jason here's a question. Blossom. Why would he take he, Moose to the place where Jason is most likely to wash up on the shore? murderer. Because that was the point. Why is he a sick murderer? They want, he wanted him to find the body. No, they no, no, no. Wanted you're to not find answering my question. Why is he a murderer? Because we're going to find out later. We don't know Oh, shut up, you. That's we not a theory, We have four then. episodes. You don't have any reason. I have my little evidence. I have my, I'm collecting little evidence. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's not going to be something that we expect. It's going to be crazy. It's uh-huh. going to be crazy, John. It also has to make sense. It's going to make sense. Yeah? It's going to make sense, John. Where did he keep, uh, where did he keep Jason for so long? In a refrigerator. Why? Because he's a sick murderer, and he wants to get his rocks. I don't know what that means. Get his rocks off? Yeah. What does that mean? (laughs) Get your jollies? Okay, anyway. He wants to get his jollies by torturing Jason, because Jason did something bad. What did Jason do? I don't know. Exactly. You don't know! What if Jason was secretly gay? What if Jason was secretly Jughead's brother? Yeah, that was the thing. That would make sense, kind of. Josie and the Pussycats are all aliens from Mars. I mean, have we seen them recently? Like, all together? What if this all takes place in the same universe as The Flash? 
Do you think that's a thing? This is all... This is how... <laughs> they're all sounding this ridiculous, is what I'm saying. Kevin, there's more evidence. We're going to have to watch next episode before I can actually We're decide We're going to this. watch next episode. Yeah, I guess that's true. Question. What happens in next week's episode? <laughs> okay, so... Here's what we got. Okay. It's Molly Ringwald telling Archie that she wants him to move out of Riverdale with her. That's not going to go over well. She's going to be like, hey, no one gets murdered where I'm living. That's fair. Watch her be like, I live in New York City. <laughs> <laughs> live in Chicago. Yeah. It's uh, great. It's great. It's safe. And that's not even the best part of the trailer. Dun, dun, dun. You ready for this? Yeah. I think. Betty and Veronica kiss. Cliff Blossom has a room of toupees. No, he doesn't. He does. No, he doesn't. Cliff Blossom wears a wig. But we already knew that. (laughs) But it's not bad production mistake. He's actually wearing fake hair. So do you think that means anything? It means he's got fake fucking hair. That's all I think. You know what's weird? I just realized this, but, like, it's weird that Penelope Blossom and Cliff Blossom are both redheads. Like, yeah. it is kind of weird, right? Like, that's a weird coincidence. Mm-hmm. Unless Cliff Blossom is not really a redhead. Maybe he's not really the heir apparent to the Blossom fortune, because he's not really a redhead, and that's why he wears a hat of hair. Of a, it's a wig. That's what they call those. Well, I got nothing else for this episode, then. So, let's think. Who do you guys think killed Jason Blossom? Really? That's your question this week? (laughs) Yeah, it is, actually. How about this one? What is the dumbest fan theory (laughs) you've heard about who killed Jason Blossom? Out of Caitlin Riley's mouth. Um, And where can they find you this week, John, to answer that question? Um, You can find me at Twitter, Twitter? at John Padden. Never heard of this Twitter. Yeah. At John Padden? On my blog, The Catcher in the Rye. Rye is spelled W-R-Y. Is it now? Yes. Um, you can find me weekly at Meltdown Comics. Thursdays at 7 p.m. I run a D&D game. This is in there. Los Angeles because most people don't live in Los Angeles. That's true. Most, most of the planet is not in Los Angeles. Yeah, like 65% is not in Los Angeles. But for any fans that are in Los Angeles... That's where I'll be. Yeah. Uh, what about if you, you Caitlin? you want to murder John, now you know where to. Don't. Please. Don't. Only person I know who watches Riverdale. Um, also, it's almost his birthday. Don't do it. Um, okay, so you can find me on the Twitter at Riley Tweets. R-E-I-L-L-Y Tweets. Um, you can find Stella, our third host, at Instagram. At Stella the Mystery Pup. And I think that's that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, have so much fun watching the next episode. We can't wait to talk about it with you guys. Bye, Riverdale Register fans. Bye, River Vixens. Bye, River Vixens. <laughs>